Hey fellow bingers, welcome to Head Bingers In Charge. I'm Courtney. I'm Mackenzie. And today we're going to be announcing the winners of our next round one matchups of the binger games. That's right. Last week we found out Ginny and Georgia and you were the victors for their respective channels. And now we're moving on to our sitcom and period matchups. This week we have Schitt's Creek versus Community and the marvelous Mrs. Maisel versus Queen's Gambit. So we're going to be discussing episode one of all four shows. So if you haven't watched any of those shows yet, you may want to wait to listen to this episode. All right, Kens, you know what that means. It's time to hit that buzzer. Round one, sitcom matchup. Shit's Creek versus Community. All right, Ken, so talk to me about Shit's Creek. What did you think? Well, I thought it was interesting. Um, the only notes that I wrote down were whiny rich people. Correct. <laughs> So the show follows the Rose family. We got the dad, Johnny, Mm -hmm. the mom, Moira, son, David, and daughter, Alexis. I didn't really like any of the characters. I feel that. (laughs) I'm assuming that's maybe going to come later that we're going to like them. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we're not supposed to like them right now. I'm assuming that's kind of the point. Um, But it's interesting that they didn't really give them any likable traits in the first episode you know right yeah it was hard to uh hard to find anything about them to like correct i agree i agree i i don't know it's weird to me because like the kids um david and alexis they're supposed to be like grown but like they act like 15 year olds so i was just like very confused the whole time And I guess I get it that's part of their character. Like, if they're, you know, rich and spoiled, that's just, you know, they act like children because they're used to getting whatever they want. But I was also really confused by the way David was dressed. Like, I feel like he was also dressed like a 17-year-old. So (laughs) I was like, how old are they supposed to be? I was so confused. I didn't even think about that. I don't know how old they are. Yeah, they didn't really say. I even tried, like, Googling it and, like, you know, they don't have a set age, but apparently they're supposed to be like in their 30s or close to their 30s. Really? And I'm like, why do they still live with mom and dad? I'm so confused. I did not know they were supposed to be that old. Yeah. Very weird. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, uh, funny wise, I thought it was I thought it was decently funny. I laughed a couple times. I wasn't cracking up but i also know you know first episode you only got 30 minutes to kind of set the story set the tone so yeah that's the other thing with sitcoms usually it takes a little bit to get into them you have to watch a few episodes so it's hard to judge based off the first episode because it's only 21 minutes you know how much can they fit into 21 minutes exactly that's what's going to be tough about these uh shorter episodes so it'll be interesting to see like round two how well whichever sitcom wins holds up against a longer show yeah i agree that's why i think it was good to put the you know sitcoms up against each other at first to at least give it a chance one of them a chance i agree i agree should we uh get right into the scorecard 
keep discussing? Absolutely. Let's do it. Um, what about visual appeal for Schitt's Creek? So I gave it a four. Um, I think you could tell that they were rich and like their outfits were nice. That first scene with like the mansion, really good like props and stuff. Agreed. I feel like they had a really good contrast of like that rich house that they were in with all the nice stuff. And then even when they moved to Schitt's Creek, like the hotel like was really run down and the town Mm -hmm. looked really run down, which I know is what they were going for. I think the sharp contrast was really nice. So I, uh, I also gave it a four for visual appeal. Nice. True to genre. Um, True to genre. I gave it a four. Um, I mean, it totally had sitcom vibes. It was, you know, a little funny. Uh, Like we said, I know it'll take a few episodes to get funnier. So I wanted to give it a chance. So I gave it a four. I gave it a five. I could tell it was a sitcom, so. That is true. Yeah. Uh, Likeable characters. (laughs) I was going to give it a zero, but I gave it a one only for the lady at the front desk of the motel. (laughs) Interesting. Wow, you really went in on that one. Yeah, I didn't like any of them. Okay, wow. I gave it a three. Oh. I gave it a three. I was, uh, you know, trying to, I had high hopes for the future, if that makes sense. Like, I didn't like any of them, but I am hopeful for their growth and their change. Uh, Particularly the mom, to be clear. I cannot stand the mom. (laughs) I have no, zero hope for her. I don't Did you recognize her? Yeah, she looks familiar, but I couldn't place it. She's um, the mom from Home Alone. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah, I don't know why. She was just like, I don't know. I didn't like her, but... I have hopes for the brother and sister, um, sorry, David and Alexis particularly, and the dad. I mean, I love uh, Eugene Levy, so, you know, um, I have hopes for him. So, I gave it a three. I gave it a one. (laughs) Just based on episode one. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, What about acting? I gave it a three. Okay. Okay. No particular reason, but um, nothing stood out to me, so I just put it as average. Yeah. I gave it a four. I feel like, um, you know, the delivery of their jokes was good. It wasn't bad. So, um, like you said, there wasn't really any, you know, it's a sitcom, so there's not really going to be too many uh, big emotional or dramatic scenes, probably. So I was trying to grade it more on, like... uh, their comedic timing and things like that. So I gave it a four. Okay. Uh, What about character chemistry? How the characters acted together? I gave it a four. I think um, David and Alexis's chemistry was good. I do agree with that. I gave it a three because I didn't feel like any of the other relationships within the family were super strong. Um, very true but I really felt the sibling bickering between David and Alexis Um, I didn't feel much between the other characters so hopefully that again comes later in other episodes what about interesting slash bingeability I gave it a two I also gave it a two I was not very interested (laughs) honestly me neither I was kind of hoping for more Mm -hmm. again it's tough in 21 minutes to you know hook someone in to do that but yeah but it just like i don't know 
I was really just hoping for a little bit more. I've heard a lot of people say a lot of good things about the show. Mm -hmm. So I guess that was also in the back of my mind. I was really hoping for something good. Yeah, I completely agree. What about emotional appeal? I gave it a two. I also gave it a two. Yeah. I didn't really feel much. Um, I wrote um, feeling I felt annoyed. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say if there's anything I felt, it was like, ugh, like gross, like yeah spoiled rich people you know like like especially when in that during that diner scene like when they were talking about the diner that honestly might have been the funniest part when they had those giant ass diner menus (laughs) (laughs) i was like that's so true that's what i feel like when i'm in the diner and the menu's like 40 pages long yeah and they're like open it up and hitting each other with it that was funny that might have been the funniest part of episode one the funniest or one of the funnier parts was I think the last sentence when they were saying goodnight and the mom said, like, pray we don't wake up tomorrow. <laughs> I thought that was funny. That was really funny. <laughs> um, what about originality? I gave it a two. Okay. I gave it a three. It was, you know, for me, it was about average. So I gave it a three. Yeah. Nothing. Um, I mean, when you're looking at sitcoms, it's kind of hard to be original. You know, it's mostly sitcoms that revolve around like families or friends or, you know, something like that. So kind of tough to be original. Yep. What about uh, your overall score? What'd you give it? I gave it a two. <laughs> Ooh, I gave it a three. So not much better. Yeah, I, um, I wasn't impressed. Um Obviously, we've said it a bunch of times, but I think we'd have to give it a few more episodes to actually get into it. Agreed. Agreed. Maybe, uh, maybe honestly, something to think about for uh, the next season of The Binger Games. Maybe we should give uh, the sitcoms two episodes, you know? Yeah, give it like the same amount of time, like 40 minutes. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like maybe two episodes of a sitcom up against one full episode of something else. That's a good idea. Just something to think about for next time. Maybe um, we could do a whole sitcom bracket. Oh my gosh, that would be intense. <laughs> maybe who knows? Uh, maybe we could uh, get some of our audience to weigh in on that. What they think about uh, potentially doing double sitcom episodes? Yeah, I think it would be a um, more fair way to do it. Agreed. Agreed. Hey, this is, uh, you know, this is season one of the Binger Games. We're learning as we go, right? Definitely. If anybody has any suggestions, let us know. Yeah, tweet at us at HeadBingersPod. We'll take suggestions. Or just, you know, yell at us. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take suggestions, comments, concerns, whatever you got. Um, so what did you have um, for the uh, audience bonus, Miss uh, McKenzie? McKenzie's our... Uh, engineer of the team so she takes care of all the math the math yeah so out of the uh five points based on our instagram and twitter polls schitt's creek was given four of those points wow a lot of people voted for schitt's creek yep all right so um my final score plus that four point audience bonus gives schitt's creek a total of 32 for me uh, mine plus the audience bonus gives it a 29. Total score of a 61 out of 100. So a 6.1 out of 10. Seems about right. I think it should be lower. 
Yeah, your score was a little better than mine, and I think that audience bonus definitely pushed it up a lot. So the audience has hope for it, which for sure gives me hope. Hopefully, it'll uh, it'll do a little better moving forward. I'm not against watching more of it. Yeah. So let's move on and talk about community. Um, interesting concept. A uh, older guy who from what I can understand, was a lawyer, Mm -hmm. uh, gets disbarred because they find out that, like, his schooling, his grades were fake. So he has to go back to school. He goes back to, like, a really crappy community college because he knows somebody that works there and he's hoping that he can kind of cheat his way through his four years of college so that he can get his license back. Um, Definitely an interesting concept. What did you think of it? Did you find it funny? Yeah, I kind of liked it. I um, I like the group ensembles. I mean, you can tell he's the main character, but also like it's a very strong group of supporting actors with the study group. Agreed. And I know just from um, seeing stuff about the show that um, Ken Jeong's in it too. He's gonna he's their actual professor. We didn't get to see him episode one, but I'm a fan of his, so I'm excited. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I didn't know he was in it. That's awesome. That'll be exciting to see. I was excited uh, when the the opening credits were coming up and I saw that Joel McHale was in it. You like him? Uh, I I don't not like him, but I did meet him once and he told me that he liked my hat. Oh, really? Yeah, he uh, performed uh, stand-up at Monmouth once, and I was working, because I used to work for the theater, so I was working as, like, event staff, and uh, we were, like, blocking um, the doors when he was walking in, and I had, like, my red winter hat on, the one that, like, covers my ears and has the snowflakes on it and, like, the little pom-pom balls on the end, and he was walking in, and we all just, like, waved him. We're being nice, and he was like, hey, I like your hat, and I was like, oh, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. And that was it. Yeah, that's my uh, my interaction with Joel McHale. If he's listening and you remember that, say hi. <laughs> <laughs> he's not listening, but that's okay. We can dream. Um, but yeah, that just reminded me of that story, so I was excited for that. Um, just wanted to just wanted to plug that in there. Oh yeah, I just needed an excuse to tell that story, really. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought it was okay. I feel like a very similar way that I felt about Schitt's Creek. It just felt kind of like meh to me. I agree. Um, I'm hoping, I'm hoping there's more. So that's all I can say about it. Honestly. Um, there were some funny moments for sure, especially when they got in the study group and they were all kind of interacting with each other. So that's certainly something to look forward to if it does move on is like those little witty comments and interactions. So yeah, I like how um, different and diverse the group is. Definitely. Like people from so many different backgrounds and older people, younger people. And I actually went to community college and that's kind of how it was. Like I was in calculus three with like an 80 year old man. So yeah, that's awesome. Well, and then they did a good job of making it look realistic, which is cool. Yeah. Um, so let's uh, let's jump right into the scorecard then for community. Okay. Visual appeal. I gave it a three. Um, uh, I also gave it a three. Yeah, like I felt like... It's it, average. Yeah, it looked like any old school, so, you know, nothing spectacular. It was fine. It was average. But I kind of also think that that's what the school was supposed to look like, so... 
and I don't know this, um, but I think this is an older show, right? Because they kind of look like they were dressed older. Yeah, I think so, but I'm honestly not sure. Looks like it came out in 2009. Mm, wow. I didn't realize it was that old. Me neither. Not that that's old, but... Well, yeah, but still, it makes a little more sense now. The humor makes a little more sense, too. Yeah. So, I'm glad you said that. Um, what about True to Genre? I gave it a five. I could tell it was a sitcom, so... I gave it a three. Really? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This one, honestly, didn't do much for me at all. Like, hmm. I was struggling to get through it, actually, so... Um, I don't know. I gave it a three. I don't know how to describe it, but like it didn't even really give me sitcom vibes. Maybe because they're maybe because the setting is a school, so like that's kind of different. Like we said before, normally it's about like you know families and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I gave it a three. Okay. Likeable characters. I gave it a four. Okay. I liked. Um, I really liked a bead. Mm-hmm. I like a bead too, and I like well, I I liked um, Shirley as well. Shirley's a queen. Mm-hmm. Calling uh, Pierce out. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, sorry. I didn't give my score. I gave it a three, mainly because, um, I didn't really care for Britta. Honestly. I could. Yeah, I feel that. I don't know why. Like, I feel like Abid and Shirley were, like, the only two that I really enjoyed. I do see potential for Amy, Adderall Amy. She seems like she's going to be funny, <laughs> but she didn't say much this episode, so, um, yeah, I gave it a three. Wait, did you say Amy? Yeah. It's Annie. Oh, Adderall Annie, I'm sorry. I have. <laughs> I knew what I meant. They knew what I meant. Everybody knows what I meant. Adderall Annie. <laughs> uh, what about the acting? I gave it a three. I gave it a four. I thought they all delivered their punchlines well. And like I said, during that study group scene, they were kind of feeding off each other. So I gave it a four. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to see, um, maybe potentially see uh, the dynamic between the group. Agreed. What about character chemistry? I gave it a four. Like you said, in that when they were all in that room together, it seemed like they were bouncing off. So. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was leaning towards a four, but then I ended up giving it a three only because I feel like um, Jeff and Britta, like, I don't know, I can, like, it's obvious that they're supposed to be, like, the thing, maybe not the main couple, but, like, you know, he's going after her, and I just felt like them together was so blah. Yeah, I don't. really throwing me off. As of right now, I don't like them together. Me neither. So, I gave it a three. What about interesting slash bingeability? I gave it a two. Wow. You did better than I did, and I was <laughs> I was going to fall asleep during it. I gave it a three. I thought it was average. Wow. That's all I have to say about that. It was just average. Yeah, like we said, sitcom. It's hard to tell. Mm-hmm. What about emotional appeal? I gave it a three. I did laugh, so. Okay. I gave it a two. Yeah, I gave it a two. 
I laughed a little, but there also wasn't anything pulling me in, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, originality? Gave it a three. I also gave it a three. A little different for a sitcom, you know, with that school setting, but still nothing wildly original. Yeah, I think, um, like, the ensemble, you don't really see that much of. So Correct. Yeah. All right, what about overall? Three. Three as well. Look at us. Pretty, uh, pretty evenly matched there across the board. Just a couple different ones, but... Yeah, I thought it was average. Nothing um, super exciting about it. I agree. I had trouble watching both sitcoms, so... Agreed. I was honestly very disappointed with these sitcoms. I know. Again... People recommended them, but... Uh, I know. And we'll, we'll say this, uh, I guess, too many times, but that 21 minutes really makes a difference. Yep. And, uh, I mean, think about it. Like, if you just watched the first episode of Friends, you wouldn't be hooked-hooked. Right. You know? And, like, look how much we love that show, so... Exactly. I always try to give any TV show a few episodes, but, you know, for the Binger Games, we don't have that luxury. Nope. We gotta be a little cutthroat here on the Binger Games. (laughs) Yep. So, uh, what did uh, Community get for their audience bonus? So, they got one point. Because, uh... Schitt's Creek got the four. So community got one point. Yep. So if I add my score plus the audience bonus, I get a 28. I get a 31. Wow. So it looks like community got a 59 out of 100. A 5.9. See, I personally liked community better. I mean, they both didn't do much for me, but I liked community better. Yeah, I'm, like, looking at the scores, and, like, I liked Schitt's Creek a little better. Not a lot. A little. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. that's how it's uh, translating in the scores, too. You scored Community higher than I did. I scored Schitt's Creek higher than you did. Right. And that audience bonus really tipped the scales, for sure. The audience saved Schitt's Creek. They really did. So, sounds like Schitt's Creek lives another week. We'll get to see... Hopefully we start to like these characters or else uh, I don't foresee it going much further, honestly. It's my prediction. Yeah, hopefully uh, episode two is a good one. Yeah, I guess we'll see. But uh, for now, I think we're going to take a quick break from the Binger Game matchup because Mackenzie has some really exciting TV news for us this week. So it's time for TV News with Ken's. All right, Court. Well, thanks for hyping me up. I don't know how exciting this news is, but um, I have some TV premiere dates coming up for the end of the summer and the fall lineup. So let's get right into it. Netflix's new reality dating show, Sexy Beasts, was released today, July 21st. It's been getting a lot of hype. It looks pretty funny. looks ridiculous, but funny. I don't know. Have you seen the previews of it? I've seen some previews, yeah. They're all over social media. The stupid masks. It's gotten a lot of hype, so good for Netflix. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Uh, Outer Banks Season 2, as we mentioned before, is coming out July 30th. Riverdale, rest of Season 5, August 11th. Super excited for that. Bachelor in Paradise premieres August 16th. Dancing with the Stars Season 30, September 20th. 
Season 30? Mm-hmm. Wow. Crazy. The um, Chicago trio, Med, Fire, and PD, is going to be released September 22nd. Law and Order, SVU, season 23, September 23rd. Pretty cool. That's cool. Um, of course, Grey's Anatomy, season 18, and Station 19, season 5, are coming out September 30th. I'm excited for Grey's. Me too. Me too. Season 5 of SWAT is going to be out October 1st. If you didn't already know this, we're having a second season of The Bachelorette this year before The Bachelor with uh, Michelle from Matt James's season, and that's coming out October 19th. Wait a minute. They're having a second Bachelorette season? Yeah, they're having two Bachelorettes this year. Interesting. Yeah, so they... They wanted Michelle, but she's a teacher, so she couldn't film until the summer. So they got Katie to do a season before hers. And she she's filming now, and her season's coming out 19th of October. Wow, that's pretty cool. That was nice of them. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm excited. They had a lot of uh, candidates from this past season, so should be a good one. Um, I think they're continuing with the theme of... Uh, because of COVID, they started doing them all in one location. Mm-hmm. I think they're still going to do that for Michelle season, which I kind of like because they don't get the like extravagant dates and stuff. It's more realistic. Agreed. And finally, All American season four will be on October 15th. We just had the finale of season three on Monday and it was really good. So we'll see. Excited for season four. Yeah, that's exciting stuff. Sounds like a uh... A lot of shows. I don't think I have enough time for all of that, but uh, anyone that does, more power to you. That's what the DVR is for, Court. That's right. I guess so. So with that, it's uh, time to move on to the next round of the Binger Games. Or sorry, the next matchup of the Binger Games. So let's get to it. Round one. Period matchup. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel versus Queen's Gambit. All right, yeah, let's start talking about the period pieces. I'm glad these were uh, paired with the sitcoms because these were at least interesting. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> I really enjoyed both of these, but uh, let's start with The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yeah. So set in the 1950s, which you could clearly tell based on the interactions between the Midge and her husband. Agreed. And, you know. Just in general. Yeah. Um, I wrote down that Joel was not funny and he was a loser and unappreciative. <laughs> Agreed. He was a loser and I, like, was thinking the whole time. Like, I remember... I knew the premise. Like, I know that she's the one that, like, you know, does the comedian stuff eventually. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, how do we get there? You know, I was like, is she going to, like, upstage him one day? Like, how is this going to happen? And I remember sitting there and being like, wow, she's, like, so good to him. And, like, she's taking all those notes and, like, trying to help him to be better. And, like, you know, they've got she's got a house to take care of and like kids and uh, she didn't know that he wanted to make a career out of it, but she was still making time for it because he loved it, you know? Right. Yeah. I also didn't know that he was going to be a comedian based on like the 
description I read of the show, and I thought that was interesting. I was waiting for like it to flip somehow. Yeah, that's pretty much what I was like. And where is this going? How is it going to get there? You know? Um, Can we talk about when she got up on that stage? Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. That was so funny. She just like slashed her boobs. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, oh my gosh. That's why it's on uh, Prime Video, I guess. It's uh, yeah. explicit content. I was not prepared for that. Me neither. Um, I think it's funny that she got arrested. and I don't know. She's just so funny. I forget which, exactly what she said, but she was like, hey, I've been to jail. Like I'm a, I'm a hard ass now or like whatever she was saying. She was like, you were there for 20 minutes. Yeah, that's funny. I liked her interaction with the... Uh, bartender agreed uh Susie, i think her name is mm-hmm. mrs ungermeyer from the lizzie mcguire movie <laughs> as we all know her um yeah i thought um i don't know i thought it was interesting and i thought it was funny and uh, i was really honestly i was hooked in i'm uh, very interested to see where this takes her um and i laughed a lot I did as well. I really enjoyed it. Should we see how that uh, shows in the scores? Yeah, let's do it. What did you think? You already kind of mentioned this, so what did you think about visual appeal? I gave it a five. Wow. Very good. I gave it a four. Okay. I thought it was really good, but, you know, nothing extraordinary. But it was really good. I I agree that we knew what what the time period was. Everything was accurate. Yeah, can we talk about how she would, like, get up before him in the morning and get all dressed up and, like, do her makeup and stuff and then lay back in bed like she was sleeping? Yeah, like how she couldn't fall asleep without her makeup off and had to wake up with her makeup on still. Like, Mm -hmm. ridiculous. I would have never survived in that time period. (laughs) Never. I know. Uh Uh-uh. Not that. I'm taking no shit from no man. Not that we wear makeup anyway, but. Yeah, exactly. I would. We would have never got men. <laughs> Not that we do anyway. Yeah. So, I guess things would have been just the same. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> what about true to genre? I gave it a five. I also gave it a five. It was a period piece, and you could tell. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure one of its subcategories is comedy, and I thought it was really funny. So. I agree. What about likable characters? I gave it a five. Wow. I gave it a four. Because I I really like um, our main character. I really like Midge. Um, I struggle a little with Susie. Because, you know, she seems like kind of a hard ass. So I'm interested to see where that goes. I struggle with the parents, too. And how they reacted to the divorce. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like the parents either, but again, it's the time period. Yeah, and I know that's that's part of it, you know? She has to have some sort of conflict. Yeah. And obviously, we don't like Joel. No. Asshole. I'm glad he's uh, gone already. Agreed. What about the acting? Gave it a four. I also gave it a four. thought it was really good, but nothing spectacular. Right. Character chemistry? Gave it a four. 
I also gave it a four. I really did in that first scene, particularly the wedding scene when she was giving her speech and we were seeing a little bit of the flashbacks and things like I really did see the chemistry there. And I was like, wow, like they both really love each other. Like, this is great. Good for her. I know. I like. know he was going to turn out to be a cheating asshole, but. I liked them a lot, too. And I was like, oh, this is going to be cool. They're going to have like he's going to have a job and then she's going to real like she's going to be a stay-at-home mom and then she's like he's going to help her chase her dream of being a comedian that's what i was thinking i was like oh my gosh he's so supportive yeah. and he thinks she's funny like this is going to be great nope not what happened <laughs> nope what about interesting slash bingeability i gave it a four i also gave it a four i certainly was interested and want to see more cool emotional appeal I gave it a four. I also gave it a four. Um, her, you know, going through the divorce, really going through it, getting a little too drunk. <laughs> it was, you know, not emotional, but, you know, it was um, relatable for people. You know, it makes you feel bad for her, makes you like her a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I definitely laughed. Agreed. And I was angry at him. Agreed. Lots of emotions throughout Yep. Originality. I gave it a five. I've never seen anything like it, so. Interesting. I gave it a three. Wow. I struggle with originality, obviously. (laughs) I haven't given anything more than a A three three for originality. I don't know. I guess you really got to impress me. (laughs) That's interesting. Why wasn't it? It's something new and exciting. Yeah, I suppose. I don't know. When When I look at the scorecard, I just think of three as average. And I didn't, like, watch it and be like, oh, my gosh, I've never seen anything like that before, you know? I don't know. I guess, like, looking back, I probably could have given it a four, but I circled three, so I'm going to stick with it. <laughs> yeah. But I see what you mean, though. I see what you mean, how it it, it definitely... I, I agree. I, I feel like the first week I scored things lower, so I tried to be more conscious of it. Gotcha. All right, well, what about overall? I gave it a four. I also gave it a four. I thought it was really good. If I could have done 4.5, I would have done 4.5. Because <laughs> it was really good. I really liked it. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, well, Miss Mackenzie Engineer, what did the, uh, how did the audience bonus points divide up this week? This one was closer than the uh, sitcom. So Marvel's Mrs. Maisel was awarded three points. Okay, so it looks like with the audience bonus plus my score, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel got a 39 from me. And it got a 43 from me. Wow. You said 39? Yep, so it looks like an 82 total, an 8.2 out of 10. That might be the uh, highest score so far. I think it is, and I think it's well-deserved. It was. I thought it was really good. I agree. I, I really liked it. Me too. So shall we see how the Queen's Gambit held up in comparison? Let's do it. Let's do it. So Queen's Gambit, um, still a period piece, but certainly a little more on the darker side. Definitely not a comedy. Definitely. Um, it's about a girl... Um, who's really good at chess and we're learning about how she got really good at chess, like what in her life brought her to chess. 
Mm-hmm. Um, very emotional story about how her mother died when she was young and she ended up in a foster care system that was not good and drugging them and practically... Yeah, that was weird. What do you think they were giving them? Um, some kind of tranquilizer, I think, to like keep them calm was what I gathered from it. Very strange. Yeah, it really reminded me of that uh, the season of Riverdale when they were at uh, the Sisters of Quiet Mercy or whatever. Yeah. Like, I remember when I watched that in Riverdale and I was like, that's weird that they're giving them medicines and brainwashing them with videos. But like, I guess that's a thing that actually happens or happened maybe in the past. I'm sure it still happens now, unfortunately, but... I don't know. I thought that was... Yeah, I didn't even think about that comparison, but they did have, like, you know, the videos and... Yeah, which kind of reminds me of, like, you know, um, depictions that I've seen of, like, conversion therapy when, like, they sit you in front of a room and the TV screens and, like, just terrible, terrible things. So that was... I don't know. It's just dark for sure. Yeah. Um, it was definitely dark i i liked it a lot i did too it was certainly interesting this is a tough matchup i agree i'll probably watch both shows even if you know well not if one of them's gonna move on and one's not but i'll watch both correct i really think the audience bonus is gonna make the difference here because my scores were tight mine were as well mine were like a point off so wow um yeah so i guess i guess we're gonna see what happens here we might even need the audience bonus to break a tie for the first time maybe let's see yeah yeah so uh, yeah let's let's uh get right into it with the visual appeal i gave it a four i also gave it a four i thought really good um costumes the costumes and the setting were great for the times. Even the mm-hmm. the cinematography, like all the shots were really dark and eerie. And, you know, they weren't like bright, saturated colors like in Schitt's Creek or Community or whatever. So it really had that dark feel. Hmm. True to genre. I gave it a five. I also gave it a five. Yeah, yeah you could tell it was obviously a period piece, so. Agreed, and I'm sure drama like a, is a subcategory, and it was, you know, yeah, really dark, really dramatic, likable characters. I gave it a three. Okay, I gave it a four. Um, I think that you know I'm feeling for this, you know, this little girl Beth. I'm feeling for her. Um, I think it was interesting that they showed the scene at the beginning, like her as an adult first. Yeah. And now they're like going back and telling her story. I think that was a fun way to do it. Um, Cause it, I don't know. It gives you hope for her, I guess, you know, like, you know that she survives. Yeah. She doesn't die of an overdose or something in the home, which is nice to know. Obviously she's going to struggle. It seems like. Exactly. Exactly. I think, um, you know, her losing her mom, and, you know, being stuck in that environment, like, I don't know. I just feel drawn to her, if that makes sense, so. 
And I like the janitor. I think he's sweet. I think it's nice that he's kind of, I mean, you know, he pretends to be like a hard ass, but yeah. I think it's sweet that he's taking her in and teaching her how to play chess and things like that. Yeah, it's crazy. If she never would have went to the school, she never would have learned how to play chess, which seems like it becomes her whole life. Exactly. I mean, I guess there's there would have been other opportunities to learn chess, but you never know. Right. What about the acting? I gave it a four. I thought the little girl did a really good job. Yeah, I also gave it a four. I think all of, like, I know we don't see a lot of the other girls, but for the most part, all the other girls that get a little bit of screen time are doing a great job considering, you know, their age. Um, but yeah, the the little girl that plays Beth is, is really doing a great job. Mm-hmm. What about character chemistry? Gave it a four. I gave it a four too. I really like um, Beth and Mr. Shable's interactions. Me too. And I'm interested to see now that she's going to the high school her interactions with that teacher and maybe the kids there. Yeah. What about interesting slash bingeability? I gave it a five. I was hooked. Okay. Especially, you know, they left you on that cliffhanger when she took a handful of those pills. I was like... She was like eating multiple handfuls. She, oh my God. I know, I my jaw dropped. I don't know how she's going to survive that. I mean, we know she does because we see her right. in Paris in 1967, but I have no idea how she's going to survive. Maybe because they found her so quickly kind of thing. Yeah. They were able to pump her stomach before too many of them. I don't know how that works. I'm not a doctor, but. Yeah, it's just crazy, like. I'm not sure exactly how long she was in there, but how quick she got like addicted like so much that she like broke into that room and I thought she was gonna take a hand, like some and put them in her pocket, but she was taking the whole jar like I don't know what it was that they were giving her, but yeah, I think and I think it's interesting because yes, I think she was experiencing withdrawal from it. But I also think part of it was just because she loves chess so much and she thinks that those pills help her play chess. Yeah. Yeah, because when she takes them at night, she would. that's how she saw it on the ceiling, I think. Right, exactly. So I think that... Maybe they, like, they help her focus, maybe? Yeah, so maybe it's some kind of Adderall or something. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think... It's definitely a little bit of an addiction, but I also think it's just that dependency because she thinks it's linked to her, you know, her good chess skills. So very interesting to see how that uh, progresses. And it looked like in, you know, future her, she was still taking those green pills. Correct. Yeah, we saw that in Paris in 1967. So I guess we'll see. Maybe that's, you know further seasons they talk about how she's still addicted yeah i don't know where the show goes but um i gave it yeah i think right now there's there's only one season out so maybe that's where they'll go eventually i'm not sure how the how it ends up if we catch up or if it's going to keep going back to the past i don't know gotcha interesting yeah um i don't remember if i said my score so i gave it a four you did not but okay okay yeah i gave it a four i was very interested for sure. But not a, not five worthy? Not five worthy. A little dark for my taste, but... Okay. You know. I agreed it was it was dark, but I think that cliffhanger at the end hooked me. Yeah. I think, I mean, if it was just interesting, I think I would have given it a five, but the bingeability is what 
brought me back to a four. Like I couldn't kind of like it reminded me of 13 Reasons Why. Like I could only watch so many episodes of that when I was like, no, I need a break. Like I need something happy in my life for a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I can see that. I don't think it's something I could sit and watch the whole season unless I wanted to have like an, a depressive episode or something, you know? Yeah, I didn't I didn't even I didn't think about that. Um because I agree like with 13 reasons why or even like Handmaid's Tale. Like you can only watch a few episodes before you got to take a mental break. Agreed. Agreed. Um what about emotional appeal? Give it a 4. I also gave it a 4. Like I said, really sad story. mm mm-hmm. Mhm so sad but like i didn't cry or anything so that's why i did get like a five exactly yeah it wasn't overtly emotional but it 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 tugged at your heartstrings a little Mm -hmm. what about originality i'm sure you gave it like a three but i gave it a five (laughs) wow i gave it a three (laughs) Mm -hmm. how did you know because that's what you gave the last one too (laughs) yeah i did i gave it a three i don't know I don't watch enough shows, I guess, to know what's original and what's not. Well, they should all be original to you then. <laughs> I guess maybe that's why I'm judging it so harshly. I'm nervous you're going to think, oh, Court, there's 20 shows like that. What do you mean? Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen anything like it. Wow. I mean, I guess you could say like individual things. Like obviously you see flashbacks and things and there's like dark stuff, but like the combination and with like it being a period piece too i don't think you or at least i haven't watched that many period shows so Mm. i guess that's where it kind of for me it's original yeah that makes sense your explanation makes a lot more sense than mine so it's a different like setting i don't i not that i'm not sure but i don't think there's many shows about little girls in the 1950s in orphanages so yeah maybe not what about overall? I give it a five. Oh my god! Is that your first five overall? Uh, it might be, which is surprising because I, I think, think it is. I'm surprised I didn't give Mrs. Maisel a five too because I really liked them both. Yeah, I gave it a four. I thought it was really good, but I don't know. You gotta really impress me to get that five, I guess. Yeah, I'm honestly surprised I gave it a five. I think just because that ending. Oh, that ending got you, huh? I think so. I wasn't expecting it. I guess I'm trying to be a little reserved this early on. Yep. I mean, despite the five overall, it did get, it still came below Mrs. Maisel for me. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, um, since we've already made it through all the numbers, I will say that Mrs. Maisel and Queen's Gambit got the exact same score from me. Wow. Yeah. So... Um, I'm assuming the audience bonus for Queen's Gambit was a two out of five. It was. So that would make my final score for Queen's Gambit a 38. 38 out of 100. Sorry, out of 50. (laughs) And it was a a a 41 for me. So that would give it a total of 79 out of 100 or a 7.9 out of 10. Correct. That audience bonus really makes a difference. It does. You, the people, decided this one as well. Yeah, they really did. I was honestly, I was a tough one. That was so tough. I was like, oh man, I wish they could both move on. I know. Can we like replace one of the sitcoms with this? 
well i'm sure by next week we will right <laughs> or next round we will maybe um maybe in the future like we said before with like dancing with the stars we could give like the first round knockouts a second chance in a future season Ooh, that sounds fun we got a lot of a lot of potential brackets for the future we do i mean that would mean that we could like couldn't watch it but which won't happen now that it's out i can watch the whole thing at once so there you go well looks like Shit's creek will be moving on to round two along with the marvelous mrs nasal and uh, next episode we will be discussing our mystery and drama matchups so for mystery we have who killed sarah versus the hardy boys and for drama matchups we have little fires everywhere versus big little lies yeah, this is going to be a good one. I actually started watching these, and I think these are going to be some tough races as well. Oh, boy. It's going to be tough, so uh, be sure to go on our Instagram and or Twitter to vote for which show you think should represent the mystery and drama matchups. I'm sure your votes could possibly influence next week's as well, so be sure to vote. Yeah, please keep voting. We really appreciate you guys that have voted and continue to vote. Um, and listen every week Um, so keep on listening with us follow along we drop new episodes every wednesday you can subscribe to our podcast and don't forget to follow us on social media at headbingerspod to stay up to date and to keep playing along with the binger games yep uh, thanks for tuning in and as always keep on binging